Hello and welcome to the Empowered Hormone Podcast, where we pull apart all those taboo topics, periods, parasites, poos, hormones and more. Let's question everything you've been taught about your body. I'm your host, Sheridan Decker, a gin-loving gut health nerd passionate about debunking myths on birth control, period pain and IBS. If you struggle with bloating or your period is less than pretty, then join me as we chat about everything relating to gut and hormone health. Welcome, 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 episode 44. What a pleasure it is to be here with you all again. Uh, And today I'm going to talk about my journey with gluten and testing for celiac disease because it's been quite a whirlwind the last six weeks or so. Um, be a little bit longer by the time this podcast is released because usually I record them a couple weeks in advance. Um, and at this stage, I am still waiting for my results, but I have a really interesting journey. And I was talking about this with a client the other day and I thought, you know what? I need to record this as a podcast because she was like, I didn't realize there was so much involved in celiac and gluten testing. So, wow, and we actually spent most of her consult talking about it and talking through the steps and the processes and when and why to test. But before I get into that, I just want to remind you about my six-week program that starts next week. So if you want more energy, more confidence, and more food choices in just six weeks, then you should think about joining Gut Health Solutions. So this is my six-week online nutrition-based program for women who are ready to overcome bloating, fatigue, and irregular bowel movements. I really want you to get the confidence you need to remove and reintroduce foods that are harming your gut, find those solutions for bloating, cook delicious recipes, and create solutions for your, air quote here, IBS diagnosis. I have talked about recently my updated six weeks program, I think it was two episodes ago. So have a listen to that if you've got any questions on why it was changed, how it's changed, and if it is appropriate for you. You also might like last week's on functional testing if you are wondering whether you should be doing the six-week program or whether you should be investing in one-on-one testing with me. So if you want to improve your gut health, have more energy and wear your favorite tight jeans again, this is the perfect solution for you. Now, let's talk about gluten intolerance today. So what is gluten intolerance? So Gluten is a protein. Let's even go one step back. What is gluten? (laughs) Gluten is a protein that's found in cereals such as wheat, barley, rice. So often people think it's just in bread or pasta, but that's not true. It's added to a lot of things. It's added to a lot of thickeners, a lot of sauces, a lot of marinades, things like Vegemite has gluten in it because it's got barley in it. Um, And someone who eats gluten or has this sensitivity or celiac disease may experience pain and bloating after eating. So it can come in the form as IBS. So In myself, for example, gluten gives me an IBS response. And what I mean by that is it gives me irritable bowel syndrome in the sense that I get bloating, I get loose stools, I get really smelly gas, and I get constipation. Okay, so that is just when I eat gluten. At this stage, I don't get it from any other foods anymore. And by 
that is why I decided to go and get the celiac testing. But I will circle back to that. So like I said, gluten can give you symptoms like tiredness, bloating, nausea as well, um, anxiety, headaches, joint pain, skin rashes. It really flared up my dermatitis and also my acne. I noticed it was really, really severe and as I've come off it in the last couple of weeks, my skin's so soft and it's the best it's ever been. It's like such a nice feeling again. So I find that, or I found that years ago when I was uh, 17, 18, when I first got sick and I got the glandular fever and all my um, immune issues started, I could no longer tolerate gluten. And I didn't realize this at the time at first. I went traveling overseas and I was always really lethargic and tired and constipated and I didn't I had no idea what was going on so then when I came back and someone said to me oh maybe you're reacting to gluten and this is you know like seven eight years ago so it was was still a newish kind of thing it wasn't commonly done not like today where it's it's very widely known So when I removed gluten out, I actually lost a couple kilos, I want to say overnight, but it was probably a week. I noticed by the end of the week, my weight dropped significantly because of all that inflammation, that water retention and that bloating that was going on in my body. It was, it was amazing. Like it was like, whoa, like what's going on here? Also, my bowel movements got considerably better. Now, I still had a lot of gut bugs. I didn't know that at the time, but I still had bacteria. I still had candida. I still had multiple parasites. So it did not heal my gut and it did not stop all my symptoms, but it did stop a lot of them. Okay. So I just want to make that really clear. Gluten wasn't the only issue and it wasn't the underlying cause, but it played a factor in the in that root cause picture, which is why so often I recommend clients remove it for four to six weeks so we can see if it is playing a factor. And often I see people who have been struggling for a really long time and have tried a lot of things. So they're often not eating gluten anyway because it can be one of those co-contributing factors after they've had these sort of immune disturbances. Now, I found that gluten gave me IBS. So I always thought I was gluten sensitive. So I just, there's different types of gluten issues and their book the from the theplantfedgut.com. So the book is called Fiber Fueled by Dr. Will Birschler, and it is amazing. And he goes into the different types of gluten intolerance. So whether you just can't digest gluten properly, like say oats, which have cross-contamination or a good spelt sourdough, if you can't digest those easiest forms of digestible gluten, then it might be, it might just be a gut bug thing. Like you don't have enough good gut flora, enough digestive enzymes to break down that food properly. That is very common um, and that could be the issue with you. Now, if it goes beyond that, like say I know I've got lots of good gut flora because I test my stools, then you've got to go, okay, why? Is it just gluten sensitivity or is it celiac gluten sensitivity? So celiac is the immune response, okay? So that is when your body produces antibodies to the gluten because it's going, hey, this shouldn't be here. It causes that immune response and it starts to attack it. Or 
Is it just that the gluten, which we know is a strong trigger of zonulin, and if you've done a GI map, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about, the fecal zonulin marker, but zonulin is what holds the, that cell walls together in your gut. So zonulin levels may increase due to inflammation, infection, injury, diet, so gluten or disease. So that alters those tight junctions between the epithelial cells, so aka the cells in your gut, which allow, and let's do scientific, increased passage of macromolecular proteins, toxins, microorganisms. So pretty much creates leaky gut lining. That is sort of what there are some of the research is saying. It increases that zonulin. Now, in a healthy individual, this is not a problem. In someone who's got a compromised gut and there's lots of toxins and things getting into your bloodstream and into your system, then you can start to develop these immune responses and can have longer term issues. So that is why you want to rule out what is going on. First, work on that gut health. Remove those triggers, those pathogens, those bacteria overgrowth. Check your leaky gut lining. Work on all of that. Heal your good gut flora. If you've done that and you're still reacting to gluten, then you need to rule out, is it celiac or am I still just sensitive to gluten? Like, Is it other high FODMAP foods? And I talk about FODMAPs on another episode. But try low FODMAP gluten first. Like say white spelt sourdough. If you jump onto the Monash University app, it's actually got some lower forms of gluten. For example, don't eat rye bread, which is high in FODMAPs and high in gluten. Uh, try like a spelt sourdough or white sourdough first. If you don't react to that, then go, okay, it's just a digestion thing. It's going to take time. Um, but if you're still reacting to those easy digestible sources of gluten, even something like oats, which is supposedly low in gluten and it's a cross-contamination thing, then again, you've got to go, okay, Right, now I need to think about, is it celiac? So how do we test for this gluten sensitivity? So your first one is will come up in your GI map when you start to look for all those other underlying triggers to your IBS, you know, if it's not gluten alone, um, what else is going on? Then you can do a blood test with your doctor for just the gene. So you can look for that celiac gene. If you've got the gene, then there's a possibility that you can have um, you can have celiac disease and some people are born with it and others like myself develop it later in life. Now, you can look for that gene, but that gene won't tell you whether you've got it. If you've got the gene, then you can have celiac. If you don't have the gene, then you definitely don't have celiac. So if you have the gene and go, okay, it looks like I might. So now I've got a 50-50 chance. I've gone from 0% chance to 50-50 chance. Then you want to do a blood test for the antibodies. But, and here's the catch, you have to have eaten gluten for six weeks prior to the blood testing, okay? Because you have to see if you're having an antibody response to it. And that's not just like a little bit of soy sauce or tamari or Vegemite. That's two slices of bread per day for six weeks, now, that for me was awful. My digestive pain, my bloating all came back. My stools were irregular. Like my skin, like I said, everything flared up. My moods changed. So it was six weeks of that, eating two slices of bread per day. 
even with gluten enzymes to help break it down, I still had this severe digestive reaction. So that says to me, well, I think I've got celiac. And like I said, I'm waiting for the lab confirmation to come back. So watch this space. But if that's you and you do it for six weeks and you notice all your symptoms come back after your gut being good, then you go get the antibody test and then you'll see whether your antibodies are raised or not. Now, if they're raised, then I would recommend getting an endoscopy if possible. So run that past your GP because then you want to see how much damage is done because maybe that's the reason you're low in iron and you're low in B12s because you've got damage to this small villi in your small intestine and that's why you're reacting to a lot of things. So it will start to draw a bigger picture for you and you want to know because if you've got one autoimmune condition, you are you do have a higher likelihood to get other autoimmune conditions. So it definitely is something I recommend looking into once you've healed your gut and your gut is good day to day, but as soon as you have a bit of gluten, you have quite a big reaction to it and not just other FODMAPs. If you're reacting to all FODMAPs still like garlic and onions and legumes, then you know it's it's a gut bacteria issue. But if it's just gluten, then that is something you want to look into. And this is the underlying reason why I don't include gluten in my meal plans or dietary prescriptions across the board normally, just because it can be such a big trigger for so many of my clients who are compromised. So I hope that answers your question, gives you some insight on where to start with gluten intolerances. So if you liked today's episode and you did find it helpful, please leave me a sneaky review or give me some stars. That would be amazing. It really helps me and helps to get my podcast out there into the world of podcasts. Otherwise, jump to the links in the show notes and or send me a DM on Instagram. Have a look at the six-week online nutrition-based program starting. I would love to have you join me on it, especially if you do have these reactions to gluten and you're not sure where to start. This is the perfect starting place. So we want to give you that confidence to remove these foods, reintroduce them, see what you're reacting to and start to deal with those underlying issues that may be influencing and impacting your gut. Have a great day. And as always, please leave me a review. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Empowered Hormone Podcast. If you know a female who needs some empowerment, please forward, repost, tag or share and let's get women talking.